Our scripture this morning is from Psalm 27. Listen now for a word from God. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evildoers assail me to devour my flesh, my adversaries and foes, they shall stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war rise up against me, yet I will be confident. One thing I ask of the Lord, this I seek, to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For he will hide me in his shelter in the days of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will set me high on a rock. Now my head is lifted up above my enemies all around me, and I will offer in his tent sacrifices and shouts of joy. I will sing and make melodies to the Lord. O Lord, hear when I cry aloud. Be gracious to me and answer me. Come, my heart says, seek his face. Your face, Lord, I do seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You who have been my help, do not cast me off. Do not forsake me, O God of my salvation. If my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will take me up. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me on a level path because of my enemies. Do not give me up to the will of my adversaries, for false witness have risen against me, and they are breathing out violence. I believe I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong. Let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please join me in prayer. Loving God, you are our light. Guide us so that we might experience your light more fully this day and be inspired to spread your love into this world. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable and pleasing to you, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? I read the start of this psalm, and on its own, it is really beautiful. It's rooted in the psalmist's trust in God. It's hopeful. But you keep going, and you come to understand that this man is living a life that is far from easy. Evildoers are in his pursuit. People are trying to kill him. And yet, he continues to have faith in the waiting. So the question for us today is how does he do it? 
How in the midst of so much chaos can this psalmist turn to God with such faith and trust that he truly believes he will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living? Picture chaos in your life right now. You may not have somebody who's after your life in the same way that this psalmist is, but you may be experiencing things far greater than just day-to-day stressors. I'm sure it didn't take but a moment when I asked you for something to pop into your head. It has become way too easy for the chaos in our lives to start taking over for it to become so much more than just general work stress or relationship drama. It's unrest in the country, war in Ukraine, division in the wider church and difficulty in our own, illness in yourself or a loved one, dealing with news that flips everything on its head. These are the huge events that, in my opinion, are coming way more frequently than they have in the past or that they should. They're the type of events that fill us with fear. They make waiting for an answer, waiting for a resolution, almost impossible. Because even when we want to have so much control and we have so little, Our nature makes us want to jump in to solve the problems now and on our own because God is clearly not working on our timeline. You know, one thing that I love in the summer is sitting and watching water. It can be a lake, it can be a river, it doesn't really matter. But what I love so much is the ease at which the water moves according to the land, according to the wind. On a windy day, the waves get bigger, and as the sky is clear, the water gently laps onto the shore. The water doesn't fight back. It doesn't try to make waves in the stillness or create calm when the wind is harsh. You run your hands through it, and it moves, it ripples. In human terms, the water trusts that the movement will not disrupt its being. And this is why the sound of water so often calms people down. It's one of the reasons that we love escaping north for the weekends. The water is powerful, but it doesn't take control on its own. And the difference between water and humans, is that water doesn't fear the future. Water isn't worried that it might end up in a totally new place. Can you imagine what would happen if the water protested, refused to move for fear of ending up in a new lake? Fear is what controls us and keeps us from trusting in God's goodness while we wait for answers. But what if I told you that it is possible to have real fear and real faith, to have real doubt and real trust? 
We sometimes think that our faith is just as simple as believing or not believing in God, but there's so much more to it. Our faith is often molded by our life experiences, and both of these things, both ends are present at the exact same time. And so the question becomes, which voice is louder? Unless you never go on social media or read or watch the news, you know which voices are the loudest. We continue to listen to those voices because we fear, we have this deep desire to be in the know all the time. So the fear feeds us and our first tendency is to give in, to listen to those voices, to let the fear feed us. Well, looking back at our psalmist today, he shows us another possibility. He is almost convincing himself of the truth that he knows deep down. He says, for he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will set me high on a rock. You know, this makes me think of a video from a couple years back of an adorable little toddler girl giving herself a pep talk in the mirror. The video is called Jessica's Daily Affirmations. She stands in the mirror, she looks at herself straight in the eyes, and she yells, my whole house is great, I can do anything good. I like my school, I like anything. I like my dad, I like my cousins, I like my aunts, I like my hair, I like pajamas, I like my room, I like my whole house. It's not a common practice that we do all the time, but maybe it should be. The thing is that she believes all of these words that she's saying to herself. Just like the psalmist, he isn't stating these truths on paper because he's trying to convince himself of something he doesn't believe. These are foundational truths that are simply just getting lost in the noise of louder things. Not being able to wait on the Lord doesn't come from a lack of faith. It comes from being drowned in the chaos. Our faith foundations still exist in all of us. They look very different. Maybe they started at different points in our lives, but our foundations exist. So what's foundational to your faith? Does it need to be heard today? What if we took the time to yell it out to God every day? God, you are faithful. God, you are trustworthy. You will never leave me. You are working all things together for our good. You are gracious. You love me. God, you are faithful. You are trustworthy. You will never leave me. You are working things together for my good. You are gracious. You love me. If you notice, the psalmist's confidence grows throughout the psalm. Saying the words out loud reminds him of the truth, and he becomes sure that, he, that the goodness, he will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Even when he's not sure that his prayers will be answered, how his prayers will be answered, he patiently awaits how God's light and salvation will reveal itself.
Now, what I hope you don't hear me saying is that in times of chaos, we should sit and do nothing. When rights needs stood up for, stand up for them. When a cry for action is heard, don't sit quietly on your couch. When cancer is found, we still go to our doctor's appointments. And we don't know what will come in the waiting, but waiting for the Lord, beholding the Lord in waiting, means that we recognize God's movement in the midst of it all, in everything we're doing. It means that we can let go of the anxiety, we let go of control, and we allow our faith foundation to mold the way that we act, that we speak, and that we respond with hope in all of these situations. We allow God's voice to come through the loudest. Friends, behold God in the waiting. Behold God in the chaos. Lean on what you know is true about God and continue to expand that foundation because the truth is that the truth is there. The truth is there. We just need to make it the loudest voice. Amen.